And we are back with another episode of Post Post Game. Um, I guess I'm the host again. Welcome back, Flem, uh, from Flem himself. It's been a while. Thank you, uh, Beep, as always, for holding down my unprofessionalism over absences. And I think Pam may have done one. I know for sure we would have never let Cap do one. Uh, Pac can't hear us, which is a chat that just popped up as I'm introducing everybody. So, uh, Pac, what I need you to do is go into your settings, change your audio and your outcome to, well, if you plugged in your Yeti mic, you need to make sure you have headphones plugged into your Yeti mic. So your Yeti mic has a little outlet to it that you can plug your headphones into. If you don't have even like little random earplugs, whatever it is that you plug into a cell phone or I don't know if you have Apple, if you have Apple, then whatever you weirdos do to hear music nowadays um they don't have like jacks so um i'm gonna allow 15 seconds to see if that works otherwise we soak into i don't know why i say soak instead of sink sink into this awkwardness because the awkwardness and... soaks into us i, I think that's that's <laughs> where we're going soaks right. in awkwardness. yeah and, and it works both ways <laughs> we're, we're sponges of awkwardness like there's awkwardness around the entire world we walk in and just soak it all in like no there's no more awkwardness left for anybody else speaking of awkwardness one thing i do one thing i want to touch on and pam you're a part of this and thank you for saving me uh for those of you who enjoy the master pod uh i didn't hit record and that pod went much longer so if you're not used to the normal outro of thank you master and it's randomly me just saying and that's all folks um it's one because pam saved me with at least recording until she fell asleep uh, much later than her normal average, so thank you for staying up late for us. And I did not stay awake, so uh, if it sounded weird, I apologize. Uh, I think there's enough filler bustering for Pac. Pac, if you still can't hear me, just know that I'm sorry. All right, so topics this week, everybody. First off, happy Labor Day weekend, uh, or happy post-Labor Day weekend. All of us are parents here, including Pac. Is Labor Day even the same? And Pam, I know you're, uh, you know, a senior parent, as I would say. You're a veteran in the game. Not that you're a senior, but like you've been a parent a lot longer than we have. Um, you've been a parent. There's a pun there I won't go for, but beep if you find it, I trust you. So you've been a parent a lot longer than we have. I'm not going to lie. Even though this is my second child that was just born, I'm three years deep in the game. It just now hit me. Labor Day fucking sucks with kids. Um, and it's just Labor Day because Labor Day is like your last pool party of the summer. Like to me, Labor Day was always that it's the thing that you pretended to work out and eat healthy for all year, just to look halfway average, go to a pool party in Vegas or even just your local pool party. It doesn't matter. And then it's now like one, you avoid pool parties because now you got the dad vibe. Nobody wants to be in a pool party, but two, you can't really go anywhere. And this isn't just pandemic for those y'all thinking this pandemic kids will absolutely ruin a holiday that consists of pool parties. Mm -hmm. That's at least how I took it. I also know I'm a horrible parent. Pam, I'm going to let you go first as a veteran. Do you feel the same? Am I overreacting as a new parent? Um, you're not overreacting. Uh, once your kids get school age, it's even crappier. Because then it's like, that. that's really it. Now, granted, we start school early. We've been in school. This is our sixth week of school. So we've been in for a while, but a lot of schools start today, the Tuesday after Labor Day. And once you have school age kids, like it's all over. So you're fully back into the routine and the wake up and the fighting and the I can't find my book bag. And Labor Day is just the day before chaos. 
ignorant way. I would have thought book bags were replaced with like, I, I don't know what else you would replace a book bag with, but like, are books still a thing? Is is everything else not just virtually given to you? And I, I genuinely am asking that. Um, for the most part, books are not a thing anymore, but okay. like, um, there are occasions, uh, some of the, like, I guess the more science-based classes, they still use books. Um, and then like English lit, they still pass out books that you have to read, like red badge of courage and all that stuff. So yeah, you have to have a book bag that'll carry your Chromebook and your couple of books and your phone charger and your beats and your 10,000 other things that you take to school. So uh, one, how much did Kappa want to say crook with Chromebook? And two, um, I would have thought if there was any book in American education that they made sure never went virtual and stayed paperback would be like history to make sure that nobody knew the truth. But right. Beep, as a, actually Beep and I probably have very similar ages with our children. Do you feel the same way or was Labor Day just not as important to you? You know, I Labor Day just, it's it's kind of just a nothing holiday. I mean, yes, thank thank you so much to the unions and everything like that for actually giving us you know these 40-day work weeks and and we appreciate the extra day off of the actual work week but i mean i i work retail so i worked all all fucking weekend so it doesn't matter i didn't know that the history of labor day to be honest with you all i knew labor day has is like the last big pool party of the summer <laughs> so thank you to the unions i i haven't worked weekends even in the military i guess i've never worked weekends so um, I thank you retailers first before the unions, fuck the unions. Thank you retail <laughs> sellers. And then thank you. I did. I, I'm sure I like, I, I could have implied the labor thing, but, uh, all I've ever thought of labor day is being like the last big pool party of this summer cap, uh, as your labor day cap. I feel like labor day for you is more celebrated on Sunday. Are you more like you celebrate the Sunday, not the Monday? No, nah, more than Monday. I don't really get caught up in it too much um like you said it just feels like the end of the summer and i try not to be depressed about it i love the summer but you know football starting and everything so now now i finally get excited for football season everybody for months have been saying oh well i can't wait the football season no you can just enjoy the summer and now here we are like you said but with uh kids going back to school um i'm doing homeschool with my son and my niece so like when do you feel when is a good time to start? Should I start on time? Should I start early? Should I start late? What do you guys think is appropriate time for homeschool to start? 11.35 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I agree. Yep. And end it at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. They might actually start like 2 p.m. I let them do that. Wait, are you, are you the homeschool teacher or yeah. is it your significant other or an adult? Yeah. No, I do it. I do it. Okay. All. all subjects? You're a general? Yeah, pretty much. You know, I was okay. I was rather bright despite my uh, Twitter account. Um. <laughs> that would, that all of us, trust me, all of us would have to defend our education against our Twitter account. We're so all smarter don't feel than like our Twitter accounts appear. <laughs> But I'm less entertaining in real life than my Twitter account, so I think I'd still rather be my Twitter account. If, I'm being, if you got to be one or the other, your real self or your Twitter account, and be just as successful financially, which would you be? I'm picking my Twitter account. I mean, well, my, yeah, my, my, Twitter. My, my Twitter account, I just, I, I count beeps. Like, that's, yeah. come on, that's, beep, that's not, that's not a, a that's serial not a thing. Murder. 
Yeah. yeah you're right. But you still um, get your paycheck counting beeps, not dealing with retail people on holidays. That's a fantastic call. Ooh. And you get all the great holidays off because they take every fucking holiday off at the show. I did not hear a word yeah. you just said, Cap. Are, are are you like underwater there? If if you uh if you get to ten thousand followers, you can be paid to tweet. Is that a true thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, That's how Mark has the, uh, that basement. Uh, oh my god, Mark's basement. Second only to, and I always hate giving this guy credit. Woody Wordsmith's basement, the best basement I have seen on Twitter. Um, but also, also he's boring, so whatever. I know the worst basement we've seen on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it uh, in. Can you hear us yet? Uh, Pac, if you, you're on mute, Pac, if you are trying to hear us, if that little red dot on your Yeti isn't beeping, and I know this probably sucks as you're going through your first one, so please don't. Oh, there you go. You're unmuted. Pac, can you hear us? I can't hear or not. Can you hear me? Oh, here we go. Yep. We can hear you. Woo, woo. All right. So, Pop, before I throw it to you as a parent, I have a question. I don't know if you know this, but I want the community to know this. So, Capo just revealed he's homeschooling his kids. It's not the first time he mentioned it. I think it's the first time we realized he's the teacher. <clears throat> In our world, we have another teacher. We have Cody Cavalry, who used to be a teacher. We have... Beep. Oh, Beep? You used to be a teacher? I used to be a teacher as well. Okay, I did not know that. So we have Cody Cavalry, we have Beep. We have two substitute teachers, which makes sense if you know Barrett, because nobody would ever trust him full-time with kids. Or if you know Pal, because he's a fraud. And honestly, I don't even think Pal's a substitute teacher. If I'm being honest with you, if I'm being honest with you, here's what I think. I think Pal is still a teacher's assistant. To this day, I think Pal, with his long hair, sits there beautiful on the side of a teacher, and he's still getting college credits for like giving fake compliments and like to the kids, to the teachers, whoever it is, Pal's just handing out fake compliments as a teacher's assistant. And of all these that people, luxurious hair around. Oh, that's yeah, the Tarzan hair. Uh, but I still actually could consider I, like if I really sat back and forgot about all the boring stuff Cap has said on the microphone, I think <laughs> Cap is a better teacher than at least three of five of those people because. I mean, and let's go through. I, I, all right, let's just say this. We'll we'll do rapid fire. We're gonna start with who is Cap a better teacher of? At least one. Name as many as you can. Beep, Cody Cavalry, Pal, BC. I don't know why I said five. Was there a fifth teacher in there? Uh, oh, Kyle. Uh, Kyle used to be with us. Oh, I don't know. Geez. He had a baby and got married and went on his way. But he's a teacher. He went the opposite route. We had babies, got married, and then came here. Like, <laughs> to, to escape our babies. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, Liz, this. All right. And Beep, I know you're going to be a little biased. At least, who do you think, at least one name, Cap, is a better teacher than? It's got to be Pal, because you, you mentioned it. He's just a he's just a TA, right? He's the guy, pass, <laughs> it, pass your papers to the TA. He'll grade them. He'll do all the, all the, all the shit work. And the teacher, the professor, will get all the credit. I love it. Pam, one person that Cap is a better teacher than? It's got to be B-Rat because, <laughs> I mean, come on. 
I love Barrett, but like, are you trusting your middle schooler with Barrett? Especially after he tweeted, fuck middle schoolers. He like, did teach us how to catch no seagulls. He did teach us, he taught us how to catch seagulls. You are correct, Beep. He did, um, yeah. Although that's only valuable in a world, one, where you live near seagulls, and two, where seagulls are something you need to catch. Even <laughs> like, was there ever an age of human beings where seagulls were like a sought after? A meal, I guess. I don't think seagulls are ever like a bird you cook, were they? I'm sure you could use them as currency. Bugs I'm sure. Kid, kids would absolutely ask how we would cook a seagull. Easy, we, um, I bet you. Yes. Uh, Pac, who who's a better teacher of those people than, or who is Cap a better teacher than? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jack Man too, just because you got a bad football team, <laughs> you can't be leaving any questions on the children. So. So, so it's a tie between Pal and Barrett. So, Cap, as insulting as this is to you, because we basically just said, hey, <laughs> if we want to make fun of somebody else, say Cap is a better teacher than them, you have to break the tie. I know you, you may even have another vote. It doesn't matter. Now you have to pick Pal or Barrett Cuts. Who do you know for sure you could be a better teacher than? It's a tough one. Although, let me, let me just say this while he's thinking. This reminds me of the quote from School of Rock. Those that can't do, teach. And those that can't teach, teach gym. Oh. Ooh. Okay. So it's Cody Cavalry. <laughs> whoa, whoa. How'd that get in there? You know, I will say of all the attitudes it takes to be a teacher or what you expect from a teacher, Cody Cavalry has the least. He he's a very angry person uh, behind his positive tweet game, so I, I I could see that not being. But you know that's why it's Jim. Never mind, that's perfect for him. Yeah, Cody Cavalry's absolutely started dodgeball with items that aren't dodgeball materials. <laughs> yeah. An um, Cat, who you got? Who who you absolutely a better teacher than? Okay, first I would be the best gym teacher ever. Or coach. So if you're listening and you need a coach in the Maryland area, um, you know. Uh, They're not, you, and they don't. Our, our numbers definitely don't show we have anybody listening in the Maryland except for you. I know. Yeah, they don't know who the fuck I am. I'm riding down the trail like, listen to Lauer after hours, and they don't know who I am. They got <laughs> I'm like, do you know who Dan Levitard is? <laughs> um, but I don't know. Has this ever happened before? 50 wow. 50. What a good, you know what? Whoa. You know what? Uh, let me check real quick. What just? Okay, number I one, don't... the tie has never happened. Number two, I don't think we've ever had one of our hosts fall out of their chair mid Zoom. And obviously, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is the audio uh, medium here. We're not doing video for this one Yeah. Um, for YouTube, but Cap legitimately just <laughs> fell out of his chair. Thank Wait. you for doing that for me, Pete. Oh, go ahead, Pam, please. He's back. We probably should have been doing video for this. Uh, I, I didn't know he was doing the Billy Gill uh, brain or mind blown bit. And I was like, why did he just escape this Zoom awkward manner? But you know what? Good job. No, you did great, Cap. You're, I don't know why you're... Cap, you come across mm -hmm. somebody who shouldn't be so scared to dance around this question. And yet you're fucking doing like salsa merengue around the question. So who are you a better oh, who are nice. you a better teacher than? Oh, I'm better than everybody. You guys should already know that question. 
that answer. I, I feel like Beep would... Actually, you know what? Beep's a better principal than a teacher. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I feel that's the problem. They shouldn't have even allowed Beep to be a teacher. They should have just made him a principal immediately. He would have flourished. Superintendent, <laughs> man. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's true also. All right. So, all right. So Labor Day weekend, we all agree. It seems like, um, I, I don't know where Cap went with his and how we got derailed here, but I figured we would start there. Um, let's start with anything else that we have around here that we wanted to discuss. And I know that uh, we kind of pre-gained some stuff and I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't remember many of the topics. So just somebody give me any sort of visual signal or puck if you'd like to just jump in with something. No, I got nothing off the top right now. Okay. Pocky, you good, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I can't really hear myself though, so I don't know. Okay. Oh wait, do you not have uh? Do you not have your headphones in? Is that why? I got hit. I can hear y'all, but I just can't hear myself when I'm talking. So I oh, don't know. You... I all right. There's a there's a thing that allows you to uh. Wait, does the Yeti have the mic versus volume knob or no? Probably not. Yeah. Like yeah. a mixer. Like where you like you can turn down how much I, I like I right now I could turn it all the way down and hear only y'all only my mic. All right, never mind. Don't worry. Um, we'll figure it out. As long as you can hear us, you you sound good though. So don't feel, don't feel, pop it. Don't feel uh, love it. Don't feel uh, like self conscious about how you sound because you actually you're sounding you're coming in good pop. All right, then I have I have something that just came off the top of my head. So the show today, first off, come back from Labor Day and. Uh, Dan's been gone, and I wanted to do a thing where we could like all come up with funny ideas of where we actually think Dan is. But then I was like, eh, that flirts a little too much on funny if any of us go dark. Uh, so I didn't really want to do that. So then I got to just a simple thing. The show talked about something I think we could all relate to, which is if we become famous, which let's be honest, not many of us are, probably me, um, if anybody, but if we become famous, would you actually enjoy people coming up to you out of nowhere? Like, do you truly believe you enjoy it? And I know, like, when you're not famous, I think, like, Mike Ryan hinted at it, it's easy to believe that you would. But do you actually think you as a person would enjoy the small talk of somebody coming up, randomly asking you something? And for us, it's not even sports. Like, and I think most of y'all care about sports, which, Pam, you have a topic about we're going to get to about how much y'all love sports. But I don't think, like, there's nothing we talk about that I also would not want to talk about with any stranger. So I would enjoy it. Like, if somebody came up to me and asked me a food question, asked me how Labor Day sucks, how kids suck, how my, specifically my kids suck, any of that, I would enjoy it. I don't think I would ever get tired of it. Uh, do y'all think y'all would, like, actually get bored of this? Do y'all think y'all would enjoy it? Do y'all think, well, we all know we're not becoming famous, so we could just suspend disbelief here. I would hate it. Would you? I would absolutely hate it. I I loathe small talk. I despise the oh hey, you know, look look at this thing I've got. Oh, check check this out. No. I have to listen to that shit at work all the time cuz I've got to, you know, I'm I'm the manager. I've got to, you know, have, you know, good interactions with the customers and, you know, oh, I I like your I like your kid's shoes. Fuck your kid's shoes. They suck. Hold on. All right. All right. I love this. First off, most kids' shoes do suck. Uh, so parents out there, step it up. 
but outside of that, do you loathe it when they initiate it? Because as a salesperson, understanding now your management, so maybe you don't have to have that conversation as often. I feel like you're a pro and starting off with like, oh, hey, man, how are the wife and kids? How are you doing? And like, or, you know, hey, you guys enjoying your Sunday? I feel like your whole job is starting off with small talk that means nothing to you. Yeah, and that's the part that I hate. Like I Okay. Oh. It it makes my skin crawl. It makes my blood boil. Like I'm I'm getting like anxiety just thinking about it right now. Because I, I was actually off today and now I'm thinking about all of the small talk conversations I'm gonna have to have tomorrow. And it's just it it ruins my fucking day. Oh, big boss man beep gets to be off uh the day after Labor Day when everybody else is miserable. Yeah. Boo-hoo. That's how I do it. Uh, Pam, are you a small talk person? Because this is like the one read I don't have. I don't know if like, if you're drunk, I absolutely believe you'll talk our ears off. But other than that, are you just like, don't do it? If I've been drinking, I'm dying to tell you every detail about <laughs> my life. But otherwise, I don't, I'm really not interested in myself. And I'm certainly not interested in other people. So I really don't care how your day is going. Uh, I'm not listening. Usually I'll like, I'll do small talk at work because sometimes you have to. Um, but then as soon as you start talking, I'm already thinking like, oh, I wonder if it's going to rain later. Like, eh. Oh, weather riveting. Uh, you know how I feel about the weather. <laughs> um, now I could small talk about the weather with anybody, anytime. So, but no, I don't typically enjoy like, how are you? How are things going? I don't care how I am. So I definitely don't care how you are. Pam, you're one of the only adults in life that this doesn't apply to. And I say that truthfully from my heart. Uh, Usually if an adult brings up weather to me on a conversation, I label them as somebody incapable of ever being my friend and I will not continue a conversation with them. I, I immediately think that you're the most boring person in the world. Uh, and why did you go here? But that usually happens at work and I usually label most insurance people that way. So it may not be related to weather. Cap. To be fair, I, like, I am boring. So there is that. There is that. You're not boring. You, you could turn weather fun. Um, that's a fake compliment. I don't even know why I said that loud. Nobody can turn weather. Not about you. Yeah, there you go. On all your dating profiles, I can turn weather talk into fun. Cap, um, you remind me of my best friend, Tony, who doesn't matter what the crowd is. You're comfortable enough to have conversation with anybody and everybody. So I feel like small talk is exactly what you're here for. Yeah, I mean, it, it got to the point in you know, like where I grew up just from being connected to different parts in the neighborhood, like at the rec and doing through sports, knowing everybody and then through knowing everybody and just being, I guess, popular. You know, I don't know if that's the word you want to use, but uh, so like everywhere I would go, everybody would talk to me, whether I wanted to talk to you or not, whether I thought you were a friend and like I felt it was annoying at the time, but that was because just, you know, I had different priorities at the time. But like I feel like like when I go out in public, I can talk to anybody any anywhere. Um somebody walks up to me and you know, I can read them and oh yeah, they got, you know, some hat on or whatever team, you know, you can talk, you know, start 
any kind of conversation from nothing. You never know where you meet people. Like I know, um, I guess never mind. Twitter. That's where we meet people. You don't know how you meet people. The okay, the meet people you meet along the way. Like I know beef is like you know oh yeah you know angry. I wanted to turn it into, you know like I've met some crazy interesting people that I would never have thought to meet just because they start talking to me and I'm talking back to them. And it's like the small people that you meet along the way that are, uh, is that about me? About you? Oh, (laughs) no, I was actually thinking about a few other people. Uh, but I love your, uh, your humor. Thank you. (laughs) And I'm always like, Oh yeah, that's what you are. It is blessed. But no, it's, it's just like, uh, like you're right. I can talk to anybody, but you never know what conversation is going to lead where. And if I was to be somebody that was like, oh yeah, I know who that is. I mean, who knows? Who knows who you talk to? You talk okay. To yeah. No, we get it. You you can small talk. Uh, no offense, Cap, but um, the the way to prove that you can small talk is to ramble on like Billy Gill for five minutes <laughs> and not allow me to get back to talk. Jesus yeah, I was, Christ! I was hoping you were going to catch on to that. Yeah. No. Good. Good one. You guys were fast on that. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be funny if I cut on 30 seconds in, would it? There's no... Um, yeah, timing's everything. Okay, let's uh, pull it, buddy. How far, uh, how far in, how long did it take you to, to figure out what I was doing? Two and a half no, seconds. The, yeah, Cap, if if I would have cut you off... I need to explain comedy to Cap, Jesus Christ. If, if I would have cut you off 30 seconds in saying you were rambling, it wouldn't have been the joke. I had to let you go along to make it the joke. So, yes, I understood what you were doing. And I finally cut you off. That's exactly how rambling works. Nobody cuts Billy off five seconds in and says you talk too much. Now that I explained that, Jesus Christ, I'm so mad I just did that. Uh, Puck, one, how much do you hate the fact that Cap just did that? And two, I actually have a hard read on you because, Puck, there's times where, like, in the local hour and your famous local hour calls, which, by the way, congratulations on the callback. Uh, I think last week, right, Billy Gill mentioned your great idea on the call. So that like that type of confidence and comfortable, uh, comfortableness, comfortness, whatever the word is. Uh, I'm obviously a great wordsmith here. Uh, that's what confuses me because there's also times like earlier today where I said, Puck, are you good? And you hit me with, yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you. And so <laughs> between the spectrum of yeah, as a response and you being one of the most famous local callers, uh, if you were actually famous and people came up to you want to have small talk, this isn't just do you enjoy small talk who you are. We're famous now. People come up, Stupox on the airport, they're at the airport, on the airport's weird. At the airport, somebody pulls up, Pot, guess what? I love your idea about the city. I have a few more adjustments we should make. Are you? What are you doing here? How much time do I have? How famous am I? Because I'm a security guard famous. The security guard famous stops a lot of it. You feel me? But just what up, that little homie? But uh, just taking <laughs> pictures, you know what I mean? Be like, what up? Oh, I can't see that dude. Yeah. Right Nothing. Put your face up. You want to talk to me, clown? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro, security guard famous is two different things because I don't have to do all that. But just taking pictures, a little small talk about the city. It just depends, bro. It's gonna be good days or bad days. But I get a lot of small talk anyway that I ain't too much a fan of. But most of that comes from people trying to inhale your reefers and. Stuff like that. What up, bro? You just chill it. He can't even hear me because you got the headphones up. No, yeah, he can't hear you, but watch it. Hey, say what up, Pop. Come on, you know, Pop. All right, say hi, Pam. You ain't saying nothing. 
Here's what yeah. happened. Y'all, y'all know what happened. This kid got brainwashed. One time he was told he was being shy. And so now it's his excuse for everything else. Like one day he was told he had a long day at school. And now every fucking day, tell him, you had a long day at school? Now every day this dude ain't happy. I had a long day at school. Motherfucker, it was Sunday. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> uh, so if you give him an excuse, he'll do that. Anyways, all right. So hold on though. But back, all right. So you will. Pot is weird. I don't, I don't get that. Why? Why are all y'all? This is weird for all of us. And maybe I'm the only person. I don't even being honest. Maybe I'm just the only person that like once chased. Well, no, beep. You were an, an actor. Uh, Capo and one uh, Pam. I, I believe. Yeah, I, I I truly believe you. Pot, you called into the Lauer more times than ever. I don't believe any of y'all except for Pam. All of us would love some sort of acknowledgement. So you're saying like. Let's just say one time. Would you not like one time if you were just traveling? Let's say we're famous. Like right now, who we are being nobodies. You're wearing a stupid Lauer After Hour hat, shirt. You're traveling with your family. And one person in the airport. And don't tell me you haven't thought about this unless you just haven't traveled. We've all thought about one person in the airport seeing the swag and being like, oh, what up? That's Lauer After Like, have, have, have at least we all thought that one time, is there a possibility the biggest sports show and then us being the one percent of that, if if even that has seen us. Every time I wear the shirt. <laughs> Thank you, Cap. Thank you, Pam. Have you thought of this? So it kind of happened this summer to me and Claire at Kennywood um, when I tagged uh, Smeddy at the Steelers roller coaster, and she responded. Sorry. This kid, well, I say kid, like college age guy, came up to line, came up to Claire in the line and like showed her his Twitter and said, is this you? And Claire said, yeah. And he was like, your mom knows Smetty. And Claire was like, well, not really. Yeah, I guess. So like kind of, kind of. It happened, and it was kind of amazing. It was cool, though, right? Like, oh, it was cool yeah. as hell. Until yeah. he figured out that we're not associated with the show, and then he was like, oh, okay, take care. So that's so hurtful, too. When people, I know. We'll get, yeah. Beep, have you thought of this at least? Like, what if? I've thought about the what if, and I hate it. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate it. Out, so outside of, outside okay. of work, outside of the podcast, I am an extremely shy person. Like I don't talk to anybody. Like I'm at a grocery store. I'm at you know a restaurant. I'm there to do my job. I'm there to you know buy my food, eat the dinner, and then go home. I don't want to talk to anybody. Oh man, I wish that was my life. It would be so much easier. I I can't help but try to become friends with anybody that's around me. I I know it's hard to believe on Twitter because I'm an asshole. But like in real life, like all I all I try to do is be like, how can I relate to this person? Uh, and you think it was sales? I've never had to sell anything as much as people claim I sell insurance. I I always want to be friends with people around me. Pot, are you somebody that like around people around you? Do you want to find a reason to relate to them? No. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, well, you know what though that that makes sense because Pot and, and I'll tell you the other one like in this environment, none of us really relate to each other. Like you could find pockets of two or three people that can relate to each other. But for somebody who doesn't want to find reasons to relate to somebody, we all sure as hell did. That's true. 
I don't have to talk to people to have a good time. Like I show up, I already know what I'm doing. I'm chilling. You feel me? Like I'm chilling. If you don't bother me, I don't bother you. That's cool. If you happen to be start talking to start kicking it, that's cool too. You know what I mean? But I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like that's not a something I have to do. And I get tired. Like you have bartenders or you have cashiers who will just start talking to you out the blue, giving you they whole day what happened everything complain about their manager all types of stuff where i'm like hey yo bro i got my money in my hand i'm just trying to pay and leave you feel me like like beat say i'm trying to get up out the paint but oh okay well like the i ran into me drunk at some point apparently and i tried I to say. keep in a 40-hour conversation <laughs> <laughs> uh pot ran into an amusement park line all right so that's fine. I guess we get it. There, um, some of us prefer to become uh, what sort of narcissistic. That's what it is, and then the rest of us aren't. And so, shout out to you, normal people that don't need attention. Uh, back to the sports thing that I mentioned, Pam. You'd mentioned something that, and I, I can't lie, I don't relate to. So I'm going to let you explain kind of your question, your inquiry, because I have a lot to say, but I also feel like I have nothing to say for the people that care about this. Okay, so this goes back to the post that went pretty viral this weekend from the Virginia Tech-North Carolina game in Blacksburg. Um, They did this whole, you know, college football is back thing, and they showed Virginia Tech always plays inner Sandman when the team takes the field, and people lose their shit. Like, it's ridiculous. I should hate tech. I can't hate tech though when I see like the crowd and hear the music and um, because it makes you so hype you could run through a brick wall. So my question is, for me it's inner Sandman at Virginia Tech. Does anybody else have a hype song that they that a specific team plays and when they hear that song, they're just gonna be hype. It doesn't so- even have to be your team. So before everybody else goes, and I, I'll be clear, I know nothing about sports songs or anything. Sandman and Virginia Tech, or here comes Sandman and Virginia Tech. That was like a... Enter Sandman, what was $2. The, what was the, what's the name of the song? Enter Sandman, Metallica. Enter Sandman, not Here Comes Sandman. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to forget. Here comes Sandman, Sandman. Here comes Sandman. Right down Sandman Lane. Naturally. Uh, you had to forget Fleming M, uh, the guy who I, I know nothing about Metallica. I know nothing about rock. Uh, I don't think I could tell you right now three Metallica songs, so I apologize. Uh, but I did see that the insert word here, I don't know, a gram for that song, like where you show like the sound waves throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the seism- did- seismogram? Seismograph? Okay. Yeah, se- seismograph is like... Um- when Marshawn Lynch scored the touchdown, it looked like a uh, an earthquake. That's what a seismogram. Oh, I thought you were talking about when he grabbed his crotch. That was a that seismogram. Too. That, that was the size uh, of my gram. <laughs> um, so all I saw was that, and I still didn't understand because, again, I don't know these songs. I'm not doing this as a bit. I don't know anything about Metallica or rock songs. It's just not in my lane. But I saw where, you know, the sound waves blew up. And so I thought, okay, this must be – a banging song. Still haven't heard it. I'll go listen to it. So you're saying, and this is not influenced by social media, Pam. You're saying you had this opinion before today or before two days ago? I did only because I live in Virginia. So I see a lot of tech games, okay. a lot of tech stuff. I know a lot of people who went to tech. 
they get so hyped and that stadium is so big when that song plays everybody's on their feet they're jumping up and down they're singing it it's insane blacksburg is in the middle of nowhere in the mountains like it's insanity so this song is infamously or famously tied to virginia tech as far um, as like sports wise yeah it sports wise yes yeah yeah, I know it's not like made for them. Like, it's yeah, kind of but... like when Jump Around is played at Camp Randall for Wisconsin games. I'm so bad at this. I have no clue. I didn't know Wisconsin had sports, and I also didn't know Jump Around was part. Jump Around seems like the least Wisconsin. Um, but you know what? That's fine. I, all right, so Wisconsin has song. Beep, Cap. I feel like you two, and Pop, maybe you do. I know nothing about sports, so I'm just going to pass this along. I just want a clarification of what the discussion was. So do you and P- Pam, while they go around, I'm just curious if you have a runner up that maybe qualifies as something besides jumper up on Wisconsin, which seemed really out of the blue. And so now I feel more left out. Uh, I'm going to go to you cap. What do you have? Um, Paradise by the dashboard light. I'm meatloaf. Okay. What, what team, what, uh, uh, all right, and you know what's funny? After you know what you you think about a way to follow that up and make that more of an answer. Uh, as much as I said I do not listen to rock, the very first tape I ever owned as a kid, uh, number two was Jackson Five. Number one was Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. And so I actually listened to Bad Out of Hell before I ever heard any other song, ever, as far as my memory is concerned. Cat, uh, back to you. So this Meatloaf song is called what, and what team is it for? Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Okay. Hey, you know what? Don't just don't. Um, I'm just, I just regret. Uh, I don't regret going to you. I Can regret I the day I added you to a chat that resulted in the moment that is right now. That's what I regret. You really don't. I don't, but I kind of do. And, and I haven't been here in three yeah. weeks. Okay. And if this Thank is God the behavior that's been allowed Thank in my God absence. By John Denver. There you go. Dead fish. Wait, repeat. Thank God I'm a country boy by John Denver. What band? What team? What What's the team? Orioles, seventh inning. Orioles, seventh inning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So just like I predicted, a Baltimore team got brought into this um, situation. I love I, you, Kat. There's something there that's a dead fish. I don't know what Dan said it one day. A dish, also known as a kish. I don't even know who John Denver is. I thought John Denver is uh, John Elway. Yeah, that, I think that's <laughs> this is so bad. So many bad puns, but it, you know what, Cap? That's the type of teammate I am. If you make a bad pun, I'll make a worse one because I'm here for you. Beep. I feel like you and Pam were the only two this conversation was meant for, and not. I feel like because y'all actually like love sports in a way that I'll never understand. It. I love sports, but I only love like three teams, and other than that, I could never care about sports in a way that i feel y'all do from an educational perspective so what are the songs you know and you've probably been to half the stadiums that play these songs so in in my in my eyes in order for it to be a proper hype song or or a pump-up song it has to have some high energy it has to have some bpms right so phil collins in the air tonight that's three minutes and 58 seconds of just shit, eight seconds of good drums, and then another 37 seconds of just nothing, right? So 
I think the I think the Splice Girls said it. If you want to be my pump up, you got to have the BPMs. Splice Girls. Yeah, they're they're splicing songs together. Oh, yeah. The beep PMs. Yeah, you got you got to have some beep PMs. Um, and the same thing I guess goes for. And I, I'm not trying to be myopic here. I'm also going to include something from the Premier League, like Liverpool. One of the songs that they, I guess, the song that they sing in pregame is "You'll Never Walk Alone." That song is fantastic to hear. It 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 uh to hear you know forty thousand people singing together in unison. It's great. It's it sends shivers, but it's not going to hype you up, right? You need something that's going to have, you know. Something's going to lift you up. It's it's going to be like you know shooting cocaine right in your face, right? Um, All right. You know, so like basically anything from the Space Jam uh, soundtrack or Jock Jam's Volume Two, you know, something like that. That's going to be that typical pump up song. Except R. Kelly. Except R. Kelly. Uh, Yep. And not pro R. Kelly. We are not pro R. Kelly. I believe I can lie. Not a thing. Zagaki. All right, so 40,000 people singing in unison, which is basically us when we're telling the thank you chants at the end of our pods. So what is your number one, though? Like, you you absolutely played to the crowds of countries I've never been to, which is every country that likes soccer. So what, like, number one, what are you competing with with Enter Sandman, I believe, is? Yeah, Enter Sandman, so... If I had to say on the Mount Rushmore would be Enter Sandman, uh, Virginia Tech, but I would also put um, the Alan Parsons Project, Serious, the Bulls uh-huh. entrance song. Uh-huh. That's a good call. Nobody? Yeah, no, you got Pam on your side. Yeah. Literally, I'm telling you right now, this this segment was meant for you too, so shine. <laughs> so I, I, I've got a great idea here. I think what we need to do is somebody – Give somebody like an album for them to listen to, and <laughs> that what you do. Go for it. You something that's completely out. Something that's completely out of their genre. Something that they may not even have any idea about. And you know, they give some notes, they give some thoughts and opinions, and they talk about it. You know, maybe some I like love- cultural <laughs> things that were going on around the time. Uh, maybe look, look at the liner notes, you know, see, you know, how that album, you know, kind of made you feel right. I, I think this is a great idea. I love it. And I love how much Pam, because this conversation took place after 10 o'clock PM central that Pam doesn't know. This is a conversation that took place about five or six days ago. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, Pam yeah. was like, no, because you're excited. You're like, this actually sounds like a good idea. Yeah, well, I would do that. We, we it's had a fantastic idea. idea. <laughs> um, you know what, Laura? After hours, if if fans, if y'all want us to do that, um, all one thousand of you that are half of us, we do. Are, we are considering doing a podcast where two people that do not come from the same past force each other to listen to an album they never heard, and then go both review those with each other and see how it is that that comes. And we think that'd be a good idea. My that first suggestion idea. for you Pitch is Jock Jams Volume One. All right, mine to you would be. Meatloaf, Bat Out of Hell. Done. No. I love that album. I, I know. That's, <laughs> that, I did it because it was something you've heard. All right. Mind TV, get <laughs> your mind no. correct. Millionaire oh. Paul Wall. Uh, and, and you, Mr. Baltimore, like I, you, you probably have some like Northeastern 
I don't want, I, I've heard all the dipset, but I'll, I guess we'll do it. And either way, that that's the idea. But let's not digress. The funny part here is Beep took my idea and took it his own. And I love the <laughs> fact that he did it because it's exactly what I would do. Uh, all right. So songs. And, all right. I, I don't know many songs again that are legitimately tied to teams. I just feel like Atlanta being what Atlanta music is probably has songs that they play normally that we don't know about, whether it's Falcons or um, Hawks, just because Atlanta hip hop is synonymous with like turning up like an anthem, anthem type hip hop. So I don't know if it's true, but if I were to say like blindly pick a city that has some stuff that I would enjoy, it would be Atlanta. Uh, Pac, is there any team that you know that has a song associated with it that's like the most turn up song? Hell no, but I, uh, <laughs> I mean, they, why were you so dismissive of it though? Like, why were you so like, fuck that topic? No, bro, yeah, no, I don't know nothing about no theme songs. Like, a song that'll get me hyped, Tupac Hellraiser or Brother, Brother Lynch Hunt, Death Dead. And that's the album I oh, want. Oh, Brother see. Lynch, one of the most yeah, famous trip rappers of all time. I suggest Pam listen to Brother Lynch Hunt, Suicide Notes. That's a double this album. Yeah. All right, I'll do that. And I'm going to, send you to listen to third eye blinds debut album from uh, 1997 i thought you liked one. <laughs> all right no let's do that uh, a pot that would be like the most perfect uh first part of this so for those y'all listening uh we will find a mediator to mediate pam sending third eye blind a pot pot you have to listen to this album pot Say a double disc, which is just rude as fuck to make Pam listen to two discs. <laughs> but uh, Brother Lynch is infamously dark and Ooh. a great rapper, but an infamously dark. dark rapper. Yeah, I so, love dark. Third Eye Blind right, is dark. Let's do that. Is that gonna be the first pod we do? Let's do it. Um, okay. You know what? Maybe. Maybe. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's do it. We'll plan that. You know, let's plan this on the air because everybody. And what's funny is everybody's going to know who Third Eye Blind is on our podcast. And <laughs> like five of us are going to know who Brother Lynch is. And Pac, I'm with you. I think that's a great fucking recommendation. Uh, but Brother Lynch is somebody that you had to listen to in the early 2000s at the very latest, I think, to really know. But anyway, uh, all right. So Pac, outside of knowing that, is there like a city? What, what do you think is like the best place to go to for the turn of the song for their sport? Yeah, it's definitely going to be Atlanta. All right. So yeah, Atlanta, that's what I thought. Probably Atlanta, California, Detroit. Detroit to play some good music. You just lose all the time. So well, the thing about Detroit is like Detroit has good music if you're like a true, true family like words and lyrics. But y'all aren't necessarily known for anthems. Like y'all, the one thing Detroit is known for is like there's some really bad production that comes out of you, of Detroit, Pac. And I hope it's you don't take offense of, to that. It's a lot of uh, city anthems that the world might not claim to, but it gets to like the stadium going or whatever. But we just don't get a lot of time to play those because they always lose. Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, something like that. It's a choice out there, you know what I mean? Vezo, Easy, you know what I mean? It's the dudes out there, Cash Kid, et cetera. All right. So, all right, that's going to conclude post-post game. I know uh, this is super random. But first off, I just want to say, Pot, can you join us more often? We missed you, man. I say that coming back from like a four-week hiatus. So if you've been on over the last four weeks, I apologize. I don't listen to podcasts that I'm not on. No, and, no, no. Uh, I'll just be running late dealing with that uh, working and then dealing with the football practice. I normally don't even leave football practice till about 8.30, 8.45. And then I still got to, you know what I mean, get to the crib, yada, yada, oh. yada. So you know what you do next week? We can talk kids' sports practice because 
Fuck. My kid sucks at soccer. All right. Um, before we end this up, Pam, thank you for everything UVA Health. I just I said that. Because of me. Oh, go ahead, Pop. No, I just said I miss Pam. Oh, I miss you too. I'm glad you're back. No doubt. Yeah, no, nah, Pop, we miss you. And the photo you sent me made me super excited. I was like, oh, man, he's back. We're back to being a team. And uh, hey, is Steve ever going to join this? All right, no need to answer. Uh, Cap, uh, thank you for being Cap. And honestly, like, I don't, I, I love you, man. I just feel like you somehow have gotten worse every week since we've added you. But thank you for being you. Look at I don't that. know why you're, you, why would you hold the phone? That, uh, I, I, never mind. You're, I was in the middle of, I was going to do a fake meatloaf sports song, but the entire page is what I would have to do. Right, so you're you're sharing to me a page of words of a lyric to explain to me how hard it is to do a parody song of a song for the show. Okay, no, that's true. I can never relate. Thank you for making me a few weeks, or you can you you can do it in a day, like or a few hours, like uh, like Tupac, or a few minutes, right? Um, no, I I can't. I take if you're you're definitely not familiar with my work. It takes me six months <laughs> to pretend I'm doing a song. Uh, Beat, thank you again for um. I mean, really holding down the fort for the last year and a half, uh, except for those three months that everybody pretended you weren't, even though you were. Anybody else here? Have anything else? I love y'all, man. Seriously, I'm happy to be back. Well, you said it was over. I thought it was over, but I do have one last thing. So for a sports talk, I think... Uh, That's fucking uh, Christ. Hey, hey, Jude should be on it. And how about we all sing it together? Ooh. No, hey Jude's good, but we definitely don't have the rights for that. And Cap, I I always thought that your song was "Lord, I Was Born a Rambling Man." Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.